Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I mean, I've only just got more to eat oranges, so she's not going to be eating Manuka honey. Did you know scurvy is why <laughs> they used to call English people in the army when they were on the Limeys, because they would suck the yeah. limes. Yeah. Well, yeah. we look permanently uptight because we're constantly sucking a citrus fruit. This is the non-scurvy look. <laughs> Welcome to Women Talking Bollocks. A podcast where you'll hear, well, three women talking utter bollocks. What you won't hear is anyone nattering on about fashion, makeup, diets, or those blinking Kardashians. I'm not even sure I know who they are, if I'm honest. But what you will hear is some uplifting, irreverent chat with myself, Jen Brister, and my two very dear friends, comedians and women, the very wonderful, if slightly eccentric, Maureen Younger, and the dashing, kind charisma bomb that is Alison June Smith right I think we've spunked our best material already so that's that's the podcast over you said spunk I have never heard you say spunk she says spunk or spaff quite a lot actually spaff I say spaff a lot I don't say spunk a lot do I I mean spunk's not something that comes up very often you do spaff I've never heard the term spaff ever you don't know spaff I've never heard the term spaff okay wait if you know what spunk is you know what spaff is okay so spaff is the same as spunk yeah but I feel like spaff is better. Like it's lighter. I mean, it's, it feels like it sounds frothy, doesn't it? It sounds a little bit like, oh, it wouldn't harm anyone. It probably wouldn't even stick to anything. It's just spaff, you know. <laughs> but if you say spunk, it's like, oh, it's sticky. You can't get it out of your hair. It just sounds awful. But spaff just feels light and fluffy. No, that's what you call it is the same consistency. <laughs> I know. But Maureen, <laughs> if I'm going to have to visualise it, I like to think of it more as, you know when you see those little slugs and they leave like a little... A little snail trail. Yeah. They leave a little snail trail. For me, that's spaff, isn't it? It's just like a little bit of little bit of frothy white stuff on a leaf. Yeah. <laughs> bit of fairy dust. <laughs> Maybe there's a bit of glitter on there. That's made it even better, Maureen. So it's like a little <laughs> bit of white froth with a little bit of sprinkling of glitter. Can you imagine? I mean, I think women would like it more if there was like, yeah, I'll let you do it in my face because I'm going out later and I'd like the glitter on my cheeks. That- <laughs> don't you think that women would be much more open to that? Completely. Now it's like, I don't care how much vitamin 
D's in there. I can't handle it. I'm not sure it's known for its vitamin content, is it? I don't think that's the vitamin that would be in there. What would it be? Yeah, probably collagen somehow. Good for the skin. That was the big sell for a long time, right? The big sell. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Just get some Ole. That's what I'm going to start calling Spath. Ole. You going to... you? Want... <laughs> Are we recording right now? Yes. Leanne is like, yeah, we are. Are we going to talk about our week or are we just going to leave it at spaff, guys? Like, I had a spaff-free week, but more <laughs> because it's not all year, really. But I did manage to lock myself in my house. All right. So this is the story I really want to hear. So during a lockdown, you accidentally did a lock-in. Well done, Maureen. What happened was, for some reason, the lock on my front door wouldn't open, so I couldn't get out the house. It was stuck. So I couldn't get out. Okay. And then I had to get the neighbours. I got them to come along. I said, give me the keys. You'll probably be able to open it from the outside. Couldn't open it from the outside. So one of them had to go in through the other house, come into my garden, get in the kitchen. Still couldn't open the lock. And then eventually managed to go jar it open with a knife. So you couldn't get in. I know. I couldn't get out. I was in, but I couldn't get out. out. Right. Okay. You were in. You couldn't get out and they couldn't get in because you couldn't get out. Okay, yeah. fine. And so then the lock had to be jimmied to yes. get you out. Okay. And now this bit has been so far so Maureen, hasn't it? Where we can all accept Alison, yeah. you agree with me? We're both like faces completely like there's like Easter yeah, Island heads. These things happen, no, yeah. There's Maureen's no locked in her house, yeah, yeah. That's a very Kerry Godwin expression, Easter Island head. Anyway, so, so far so not shocked. But... Um, Presumably now the lock is broken. Yeah, so they had to take the lock off because they said that you're going to get stuck again. Right. And how much did you pay the locksmith to replace the lock, Maureen? Well, I didn't. I got another neighbour. She bought the lock and put it on for me for free. Interesting. Otherwise, Maureen would just be sleeping without a lock and a door because she sure as hell isn't going to pay for a locksmith. That is 100% what Maureen said to me. She said, well, I wasn't going to pay for it. I said, so Maureen, you wouldn't have paid mm-hmm. to have your lock replaced. Yep. You would have just slept soundly. Put some pots <laughs> in front of the door or something, you know. This is a woman that when she leaves the house, Alison, I don't know if you've ever left the house with Maureen, but she does this thing with the door where she'll oh, pull yeah. it six or seven times. Like, did it, did no, no, it's got to be eight. All right, eight times. So she's pulling it eight times to check that it's locked. That's really important. But when she's in the house, it can be wide open. <laughs> Guys, open house. Let yourselves in. I'm having a little kip. But a locksmith would have been like 50 quid probably, wouldn't it? Yes, Maureen. But that's the normal amount of money you spend on having security in your house. <laughs> but I love that you are resourceful and you have found someone within your community. That's a nice neighbour. Nice new neighbour. nice isn't neighbor. It? Yeah, yeah. You should get her some sparkly faff. Spaff to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkly fab. I don't know if she'd appreciate Probably that, to be not. honest. <laughs> I'd love to know where you're sourcing it. It's my own special recipe. Don't ask me where I got the spaff, but the glitter is from Claire's accessories. <laughs> Male gay bar was where I was going. Maureen's got a lot of friends and I'm sure she could get sparkly fab- spaff. Why do I want to say faff over spaff? Yeah. <laughs> How have your weeks? Have either of you locked yourself in the flat? I don't know if I mentioned this last week. I have a feeling I did. In fact, I did mention it. So absolutely nothing's happened in my week. I was going to tell you that I did Celebrity Pointless. No, I don't think you did mention that. You mentioned Amazon Prime. Yeah, we mentioned Amazon Prime, but I don't think we've done Celebrity Pointless. Oh, did we mention Amazon Prime about the special that is definitely not coming out this year? Great. Okay, I'm glad I mentioned that last <laughs> but week. It, but it's been recorded everyone it's that's there. now out in that episode and I, I seem to remember i said well this would be very embarrassing if it doesn't come out <laughs> well it's not so that was very embarrassing okay great it will, it will though okay but jen were you on celebrity pointless thank you and first of all let's just acknowledge the fact that that pointless has been prefixed with celebrity i am the first to go that makes no sense that i was on a show that has celebrity in the title but then we've all watched enough celebrity blebe blebe to go who was that person <laughs> i cannot wait 
for like a third of the nation, whoever's watching porn is just go, who the fuck is that? They won't, nobody will know, but it's fine. I'm on it. I've recorded it. It was very nerve wracking and it's done. I can't possibly tell you what happened because it's a secret, but it will go out next year at some point. God knows when. Who are you on with? I was on with Emma Kennedy, ah. writer, Lego maker, broadcaster, celebrity master chef winner. Celebrity. And myself. Was it fun? Let's just say I was nervous and then I did calm down eventually, but it was it was quite nerve-wracking. It's the luck of the draw, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's it? not like when you do stand-up, because you know when you do stand-up, you're like, well, I know what I'm doing. So I'm going to say this and I'm going to say that and then I'm going to get off. But you go to pointless, you're like, what is the question going to be? Yeah. It's, you know, it's going to be like, name the countries closest to the moon. I don't know. That's not even a question. But how many <laughs> how many capital cities have the letter R in them? But my point is, it's quite tricky. None of those questions came up, by the way, and just as well, because the one about the moon makes no sense, and the other one I wouldn't know the answer to. <laughs> but it's done. So that was my week. There we are. Alison, what about you? That's a great week. I always feel like you guys have all this fancy shit. <laughs> And then here I am. I'm not a Tops Trump girl. I don't top Trumps anyone, but I locked myself in my house. Well, my lock broke. When I lived in Toronto like nine years ago, it broke on Good Friday. Oh. So literally, it was like the boulder was put in front of the cave. I had been put down. I did rise again the next day. I did have to stay in my apartment for 24 hours, though, because my landlord... Because it was a long weekend. Didn't want to get a locksmith because it wasn't just 50 quid, Maureen. It'd be double money. I was like, this is a bit of a fire hazard. If there is a fire, you know what he said to me? Are you planning on starting a fire? And I was like, uh, that's not the point, is I it? I guess not. And also, irrespective of however much it costs, I'm locked in my house. Get me out of my bloody house. I would have made up something. I'd be like, I have a very heavy period. It's so heavy that it may stain the walls of the house. <laughs> Is that a thing? Let's just say it is. In fact, if you just say anything about your menstrual cycle to a man, he'll shit oh, the bed. Oh, they just cower. Before you know it, you're like, oh, I'll pay 400 quid just so you stop saying menstrual cycle to me. I've gotten out of many a math exam as a student growing up with that exact excuse. But that did not happen this week, obviously. This week, my highlights, because I talked to my boyfriend, I was like, listen, every week I go on the show and I've got to up my game. And he's like, okay, <laughs> tell him about you bought a Christmas tree. It's our first Christmas tree you've ever bought. That's a nice little topic. Is like, it a real one or is it an artificial one? Oh my God, no, absolutely. It's a black artificial one. Wow, you're going you're going in early. Because that is early to well, go Jen, in. we're locked in the house. When better to start an early Christmas and dream of positive things? This year is the year. I think go for it. Uh, the students that live two doors down from us are already full. Christ they've got all the Christmas decorations up. They got them out on the 1st of November. They are shameless. They've got a Christmas tree up. They have the lights on. They've got it all out. They're like, Let's you do know, it. it's lockdown. We're going full Christmas. This is what we're doing. And I respect I that. I do too. I think that's wonderful. What is the official day that we're technically, is there a day where it's like. I used to do it the 1st of December. 1st of December, you can legitimately do it. I used to be like just the week before Christmas. Oh, I'd no, stick I love up. a Christmas But now tree. that we have children. Kids, you got to celebrate. You got to do the it all. The kids, they're into it already. They're already going, Santa Claus is going to get me. And it's like, look, Santa Claus is hasn't been working. So it's, you, know, <laughs> you better manage your bloody expectations of what Santa Claus is getting you this year. Well, aren't you glad that I've started planning so I can get that in your head right now? Oof. There you go, Jen. Chloe said to me, she, she got into a conversation with two parents at the school gates. She overheard them saying, oh, I'm so relieved I've... I've done all my Christmas shopping already. And the other one said, oh, me too. And then Chloe got a gun out and shot them in the face. So. <laughs> Don't say that publicly. 
Those women died of natural causes. They brought it on themselves. I'm going to close my internet. Don't close your internet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at my email. Maureen switches it off at the wall. I haven't put any makeup on. Oh, for fuck's sake, Maureen, it's a podcast. Get a grip. We might have to push your boundaries out a bit, okay? (laughs) So that was our week. That was a great week. And I think it's time to find out about... I feel like we've had it already. but We've had to be more Maureen, but let's... Let's go and do another one. Be... She locked herself in the house, but this can't be the only silly thing she's done this week. It's be... Maureen. Now, it's not going to be the one that I originally chose because I happened to do a be more Maureen yesterday when... People might not believe this, but we actually prepare beforehand, me, Alison and Jen, what we're going to say. And I managed to do one while we were talking. Oh, yeah. So I phoned the girls up. This is good. This is good, everyone. I phoned the girls up on WhatsApp. I just had a bit of a nap, so I was in the bedroom and they couldn't see me. And Jen was like, well, you haven't got your camera on. I said, all right, I'll I'll phone back again. Phone back again, still just black. Black, black, black screen. And Jen was like, do you haven't switched your camera on? So I switched. No, it's on. So kept playing around with it, trying to do settings. I said to Maureen, I'll tell you what you've done. What you've done is you've moved it to selfie mode and your hand is on the back of the camera. And so that's why. And then Maureen said, moved her hand and she went, oh, yeah, it might be that. And then she was like, no, no, it's not that. It's not that. It's not that. And, and then in the end, Alison and I said, do you know what? Let's just not worry about seeing Maureen. We'll just do it Let's, anyway. We can hear each other. Let's just do it anyway. And then what happened, Maureen? Then all of a sudden you could see me. And why was that, folks? No, you say Maureen. Why? Why, Maureen? Say it. I switched the light on in the room. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... The room was a pitch dark. Anyway, put the light on. It turns out you can see me when the light's on. There's lots of things to unpick here. So, well, let's start at the beginning. Oh, I put the lights on in the room. Right. Uh, Maureen's (laughs) sitting in the dark in her room. I was in the bedroom. Yeah, it's completely dark. Firstly, why are you sitting in the dark? Secondly... Because I'd just woken up. At what point does sitting in the dark... How is that not the first thing you think of when you can't see yourself in a video call? So, oh, well, I better switch the light on. No, I just thought you'd see me anyway, even though it was pitch dark. In the dark, we'd see the silhouette. Or... What do you think? We've got night vision goggles when we're WhatsApping you, Maureen. Is that what you think that's happening? Do you think my camera just naturally picks up things? Do you think my camera is just like on a diet of carrots only? By the way, that's a myth. I only just found that out recently. <laughs> well, we've all learned a lesson. Yeah, we've all learned a lesson that cameras don't pick up people in the dark. When it's dark, it's just dark. Who knew? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Maureen. Um, always enjoy your Be More Maureen moments. That, of course, uh, was the most recent one we've ever done. As in fact, you only did it yesterday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Alison and I were delighted that we were there to witness it. Anyway, let's move swiftly on because it's time for my favourite and your favourite part of the show. It's time to ask Alison. Go to the gym, get it together, pay your taxes and stop eating chips. Take my advice. Take my advice. I ain't using it. Ah, well, this week, our question. This is is probably a pretty common one in relationships. And I'm going to say right now during this time, uh, UK, we're in the second lockdown. People have been spending more time together than ever. So here we go. The problem or question this week is, how can I tell if my partner is the one? Am I overthinking it? Oh, Ew, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Maureen's face, she's flatlined, she doesn't care. She's like, couldn't care less. No, I'm just thinking if you have to ask, then he probably isn't, isn't he? Why does it have to be a he? Could be a she. Yeah. The person, partner, individual. I, I would think if you don't know, then perhaps they're not. But do you think that sometimes 
I think you might be right, but do you think sometimes people, because of the limitless amount of possibilities you can get from, say, apps like Tinder, that you are constantly thinking, oh, well, maybe there's something better. Maybe there's something better around the corner. Whereas there was a time where you would be like, great, I've met someone. They're really nice. I like you. I'm happy to settle down with you and see where this goes. And now it's kind of like, yeah, but this isn't perfect. Maybe the perfect one is just around the corner. Whereas I think when you're looking for perfection in a partner, you're going to be disappointed because no partner can fulfill all the roles and all the things that you want from them. Yeah, but I think when you really fancy somebody, you you kind of forget their, their unperfect bit. So I think if you really like somebody, you tend to, you know, you know what I mean? You kind of go, oh, I don't care. Do you? you just Because you just like them as a person. Maureen, how, what is the longest relationship you've had? Yeah. 13 months. I'm really not an expert. But this is the thing. You can fast forward five years and all of that, oh, I love it when he's in bed and he does that thing with his dick I don't know what it is anyway then you're like oh that's really exciting and then five years later you're like yeah but he leaves that oh that thing with his dick again that thing with his dick again when I'm trying to sleep you know it's just knobbing me in the back bath doesn't even sparkle anymore yeah there's no sparkle sparkle in the bath But, you know, Alison, what would be the interesting question is, does he or she think they're the one? That is an interesting question. I'll dive in then, if I may. So here's what I'm thinking. And Maureen, I had kind of um, a different sort of thought. I thought the fact that you are even wondering about it and thinking about it, I think that it's a good thing. I think that shows rational thought, right? I don't know. I, I liked that this person is thinking about it. I'd like to know what has brought on these thoughts now, okay? I only ask because... If all of a sudden you're unhappy and you're like, something's wrong, I feel like I don't know if this is the relationship for me, I want you to think about, can you pinpoint what it is that you think is not working anymore? Because if you can't in the relationship go, well, this, 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 if you're just like, something just doesn't feel right, I'm just going to put this out there. Perhaps there's something else going on inside of you too and putting it on the relationship can sometimes be easier, you know, putting it on someone else. So just putting it out there as an option, not saying that is what is happening, but sometimes. I think sometimes people don't necessarily have a clear vision or a good example of what an actual love or healthy relationship is. We see movies, we have this and that. What helped, and I'll say this, because at this point, I'm very much in love with my partner. And uh, I had a person in my life, Stuart Francis, a very funny comedian from Canada, and he was a mentor to me as a comedian, but also in regards to love relationships, because I watched the way him and his wife were together, the way they adore each other, the way they love spending time with one another more than probably anyone else. And when I watched their relationship, it made me go, that is what I want. What I see there is what I would like. And I found that. So sometimes I think having a clear picture of maybe what it is that we are looking for will help you figure out whether or not you're in the right thing. Now, I know every situation is different, but you're like, Allison, get to the bloody facts. So a list of things to look for to know if they are the one, here are some very general ones. I read a lot of articles. I've summed it up. Does the relationship flow easy? Good relationships, for the most part, are supposed to flow to a certain extent. I'm not saying there's not going to be hard times. I'm not saying there's going to be difficulties. But from the get-go, if it is a battle, I'm going to say they're probably not the one. I'm putting that out there. It's not supposed to be an argument, fights, a, a war, an uphill battle. Your partner makes you feel good and confident in who you are, not who you could be. They love you for what you are right there. Vice versa, same for them, right? You look at them and you go, yeah, 
I love this person, not, well, once they get this together and if they just get the proper this, and no. So you accept them and they accept you. They praise you more than anyone else, which in turn, I think, allows you to grow into an even stronger person and helps you to venture into things outside of the relationship. So I think if you have a healthy life outside of the relationship as well, that also shows you have a healthy relationship because you can go be your own person and they support that as well. That's a big indicator. Communication. Okay. Is it easy with them? Do they listen? Can you say things freely? Can you say what you want without having to think about how you're going to say it? That's a big key. If you're always worried about how you're going to say something to the person, you're not in a good relationship. That is what I think. When you disagree, you have healthy discussions and you both work on figuring out what's right, not who's right. That's a big thing. Similar core values. I think maybe having a similar vision of the future, probably a good thing. One of my first major boyfriends asked me very early, do you want to have kids? I said, no. No one had ever asked me that before, but I realized, oh, we're at an age now where people eventually are going to want to have that or they're going to not want to have that. So these are things to think about, too. Uh, You can ask them for help, and they will ask you for help. You're each other's biggest supporter. You're there. That person is the first person you want to share things with. Family and friends, do they like them? And does your partner make an effort to establish good relationships with your family and friends? That's a big key, too. If they're making the effort, then I think you know you're with somebody who wants to be a part of what all of your life is. Uh, The last thing I want you to do is if you're questioning, this is called the airport test. You envision taking your partner to an airport. They're going to fly off. They may never come back again. Envision yourself in that car with that person leaving. Now pay attention to the feeling you have. Are you relieved? Are you going to miss this person? I know there are moments where you're like, oh, God, I'm going to love time on my own. However, time on my own for forever from this person. You know, I think when you pay attention to whether you feel internal battle or if you feel a bit more peaceful and calm, listening to your inner emotions will give you a good idea. So the airport test to me is just a way to like situationalize it. That is basically all the guidance I can give on a relationship. There's little bits and pieces there. But to me, Those are the keys to a healthy relationship and knowing if you have the one. Alison, as always, that is amazing advice. I think a mixture of Maureen and Alison today, I think Maureen is right. Trust your gut. You know, like you deep down know when someone is right for you and when they're not. You know when you're being a bit of a coward because it's like, oh, it's crunch time if I'm going to take responsibility and, and take this to the next step. And I think you've given some really practical ways of thinking about how to come to that conclusion. Do you know what I think? The, you know that's the one when they make you a better person. Like the ones when I've met the people that I thought were the one, they made me a better person than I normally am. Because they loved you and they supported you. Oh, my God. Maureen, is this you telling me that I'm the one? Is this it? <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Jen, I didn't know how to break it to you. I knew it. I knew it. Alison, that was great. Thank you very much. You're solving problems one at a time. Before we know it, the world will be a better place, won't it? There'll be no more Donald Trump. Well, There'll be no more coronavirus. And if anything, we'll just be living in a utopia governed by Alison June Smith. You're welcome. That's what this podcast is bringing you. World peace. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. It's fine. It's, it's better that I'm hearing myself twice than anyone else, frankly. So, um. Thank you, Alison. That was brilliant advice. Of course, now it's time to find out what we've all been doing in television. Not doing. I haven't been doing television. That's not something I've been doing. Uh, just been... <laughs> Maureen, what have you been watching? Well, I watch on uh, Freeview because obviously I don't pay for other TV. She doesn't turn the lights on, for Christ's sake, everyone. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I watched Hail Caesar, which is a great, great movie by the Coen brothers with George Clooney. If you like Hollywood movies, which I do, it's a great homage to all the different types of Hollywood movies there were, the musicals, the cowboys, uh, you know, the big epic dramas. It's a really brilliant movie and I totally recommend it. It's very, very good. I'm pretty sure you can either rent it on Prime or it might be free yeah. on Prime. Otherwise, it sounds like it might be on iPlayer or something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I mean... Who knows? Just maybe. Just why don't you just, go and do some of your own work, people? Don't expect <laughs> us to carry the can all the time. We're having to do everything for you, yeah? Okay, it was a bit aggressive. I take that back. <laughs> I have been watching the second series of The Alienist. What's that about? It's about a chap who's an alienist, which is kind of like a it's somebody that's a profiler, isn't it? Alison's watched it as well. Yeah, early day profiling is what it was, because I watched season one, and I found it very fascinating because it was before they were like, let's analyze the mental 
whatever of the killers or stalkers. Or... It's set in 19th century New York and it stars Dakota Fanning, Luke Evans of I Sing a Good Welsh Song fame and also a chap who is called Daniel Bull. It sounds like he's German. It might not be. Oh, Daniel Bull. He's a well-known German actor, Daniel Bull. And Maureen knows him. Now you're in. I've sucked you in. Without mm. even realizing. Maureen's in. She's watching the alienist now. Maureen's eyes just lit up when we mentioned a German actor. Yeah, look She's... at her. She lit up. <laughs> you were very disparaging and dismissive of this suggestion. But now that Daniel Bull is in it, you're like, oh, yeah, she's in. Anyway, those three are the main characters. And the first series sort of follows, I think, a serial killer. And the second series follows somebody that's kidnapping. It's quite dark. Uh, Babies. And what do you see on Netflix or something? You can see it on Netflix. And uh, Dakota Fanny plays a very head... uh, I don't like it when we call women headstrong, but very, for her time, very independent, intelligent, forward-thinking feminist and she sets herself up as a detective and she's super bright and there's a will they won't they with she fancies one of them one of them fancies her there's a bit of a triangle going on and then there's an orgy at the end of series two <laughs> so no, it's not, right. has it, there's no orgy um <laughs> it's quite dark i suppose but that's the sort of stuff i like but it's very enjoyable that's not going to challenge you too much so I mean, tuck in if that's your thing. Yeah. Am I right? I felt completely unchallenged and I love every second of it. Unchallenging TV is good, though. You need that to kind of relax at times. Yeah. Yeah. Alison, let's talk about horror movies. What have you got for us? All right. So this week, my horror movie of choice. Because we were talking about is someone the one finding the love of your life, the love of all eternity, my horror movie choice is the original, the first Candyman. Now, it takes us back a bit, I realize, but I enjoy Candyman very much. The story is a black, I believe he was a worker, was it on a plantation factory, has an affair and falls in love with a white rich woman. They sleep together, the woman gets pregnant, the guy is then killed and covered in honey and they put bees on him, thus he becomes the Candyman and he searches for his love for the rest of the eternity and it's about Candyman finding his love again. I mean, I don't know if that inspires you to find the one, but Candyman, classic, it's very I was going to say it's very fun. I'm distorted, everyone. I'm sorry. When I say horror movies are very fun, <laughs> you may not find them fun. Uh, Shaun of the Dead was a fun one yeah, last week. This Shaun one, of the Dead's fun. And this one is quite scary. I remember it was that thing that if you said Candyman three times in the mirror, you conjured him and then he would appear behind you. It's like Bloody Mary. Did you guys ever do Bloody Mary as a kid? No, that's no. a no, that must be a North American thing. We don't we don't have Bloody yeah, Mary. Yeah, you would stand in front of a mirror, you turn out all the lights, and then you would say, "Bloody Mary." And then what would happen? Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody And then Bloody Mary would appear. Who's Bloody Mary? I imagine she's a witch. She was did something bad, or I don't know. But I actually thought that sounded all right. You turn around, and then someone's made you a Bloody Mary. I was like, well, try that, <laughs> try that tonight, <laughs> see if it works. That'd be great, wouldn't it? Be like, ah. Oh! Too much Tabasco. Try again. Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Great suggestion, Alison. I actually just crapped myself a bit just saying Bloody Mary three times. I, we're on Zoom and I had a little bit of me where I just had to look behind me to check there wasn't a woman offering me a drink I didn't want. I know because I was like, technically, is this a mirror? We're looking in computers. If the kids had opened the door just then, I would have actually... Oh my God, that would have been amazing. I would have had to change my trousers. 
Thank you very much, Alison. You've, without even meaning to, you've scared the crap out of me. And now it's going to be Maureen's cultural caller. Uh-huh. I haven't started it, Maureen. We, Hello. I'm, I'm going to start that again. Cultural Corner. Maureen's Cultural Corner. So it's book club and we're looking at VG Lee's Oh You Pretty Thing. Now I know you lot have been busy. Did you get a chance to read any? It's a collection of short stories by VG Lee. Did any, either of you have any chance? Listen, I'm going to tell you honestly and with my palms out, how much more honest can I be? I have the book. I am going to read it. I adore VG Lee with a passion. She's a very talented author and a friend. and I will read it. But I haven't read it. What about you, Alison? Okay, now, Maureen, this is a real big hats off to uh, Miss VG because, you know, all the books that you've been recommending, I've been listening to because I'm not a big reader. I love her stories. Immediately, I was pulled in. And I felt that way about the first book you recommended. Then I listened to the next one. I wasn't so pulled in. And I was honest with you. But VG's story. So I read the first one today. I got into the second one. And I was like, you know what? I just want to jump into the third. And I have to say, I love her writing. It's so descriptive. She brings you in. You feel it. You see it. I really enjoyed it. She's such a brilliant writer. But I think she does herself a disservice because in the foreword she writes, I've written these primarily for lesbian readers. Now, neither me or or Alison are are, are gay. I disagree. I eventually was like, oh, there's obviously a tone of like, Quite a few characters are gay. But it doesn't matter what your sexuality is. These are so well written. I agree. And she's great. In a way, she reminds me of Dickens. The way she's got very caustic wits and she's very, very good at observing human nature and human foibles. Yes, I think that's what I love. She'll describe people and you're like, I hope she never writes about me. (laughs) But there's a really great one towards the end where she describes a woman, I presume set in the 80s, who's young in a marriage with a good-looking husband. She's very pretty. They've got a house. They've got a car. They've got all the kind of what you're meant to be wanting at that age, but she's really not happy. And then she, it's her coming out story. It's done so well, and you really get the feeling how scary it must be for someone who's, they're unhappy with the life that they've got, but they've been told that's the life they should be aiming for. And so how scary it is to kind of try and leave that life behind, particularly at a time when there isn't such an openly gay scene as there is now. You know, she, she's got no act access to this world. I presume it's based on herself. She doesn't give herself cut herself any slack because she's very good at at also pointing at her own foibles and saying, you know, I'm not the villain of the piece. You know, I was stuck in a situation I couldn't get out of. And I think it's very human. You know, we've all done that. We've all stuck in jobs or been in relationships that we know we're unhappy, but we kind of know what we're in. And it's scary, isn't it, to let go and then go to something else and you don't know what's going to happen. What's the saying? The devil you know that you're in bed with? What is that saying? Yeah, it's better the devil you know, I think. Is that, is that what it is? I, mm-hmm. I don't think he's in bed with you, but, I mean, given... I know, me, I was like, uh, oh, we're not yeah. fucking the devil? Go on. <laughs> so she is an absolutely brilliant writer, and I think you're right, Alice. She draws you in, and she's... It's very subtle. She doesn't. She lets you come to your own conclusions. I think that's what I loved. Is at the end, she does leave it to you yeah. to just feel what it is. You're, it's like a gentler Spike Lee ending, if you will. Like you walk away with emotions. Every story. And just so people want to know, a book club. We're doing a book club with VG Lee on the seventeenth, Tuesday the seventeenth. You go to the book club page. That's on my Facebook page. More and younger. And then the next book, which I think you're going to love as well, it's called Homegoing by Yar Jassy which is about slavery. It's about two sisters, one who marries a slave trader and one who becomes a slave. 
and then it deals with all their descendants. But I have to say, again, this is a beautifully written book. Each chapter could be a short story in its own right. So that's Homegoing by Yara Justin. That's our book of the month this month. Maureen, thank you so much for introducing us to VG Lee's book. That was absolutely fantastic. As you know, I am two books behind now, but I will be catching up. I have the book. I will read it. But do go out and uh, buy Vigi's book. Also, she's a very funny woman. She does stand-up comedy. And if you get to see her live, that's also a bloody treat. I don't know about you, Maureen, but my personal favourite, Jen always says that about ours, so I want Jen to feel loved this week. Jen, what the hell has got your goat? Lots of things have got my goat. Um... When we were discussing this, we discussed it in front of Chloe, didn't we? And um, We should probably not do that again. <laughs> Chloe reminded me, she said, I'm going to remind you of what happened on Sunday afternoon when we went for a walk with your mum. <laughs> okay, so here's what's got my go. I did that thing where we took my mum. My mum was in the front of the car. I had to be in the back with the children. It was very uncomfortable because they've got car seats and I was squished in the middle. And you can't get out unless someone opens the door, yeah, because it's a child lock. My son gets out of the car. I go to get out of the car. I slip and I accidentally push on my door, which bangs into the car next to us. Now, I immediately know that this is a terrible thing to happen, but we've all been there where we've accidentally knocked somebody else's car. It wasn't a big bang, but it was definitely a, oh, I've knocked your car. I went out thinking, I hope there's nobody in the car. There was two people in the car, both of whom looked at me like I had killed their firstborn. Okay, (laughs) they have one of those really big four wheel drives, you know, that are really obnoxious. It's like an Audi Range Rover. You know, those people that have have a car that they should own a farm, but they live in fucking Hove or something. Anyway, guy came out of the car. He said, what are you doing? I said, I'm so sorry. I slipped. And I've actually banged your car. I said, I'm so sorry. It was an error. And then he went, well, it's not good enough. He goes, why did you slam the door? I said, I didn't do it on purpose. I said, I'll tell you what happened was I slipped um, because it's wet. And then he got out of the car and he goes, you've chipped my car. I said, I haven't. He said, yeah, you've caused a chip on my car. I said, but I don't think I have actually. And he said, I'll show you. And he pulled the car too. And he said, there, see, there's a dent there. And I said, I said, what you're showing me there is that there's a huge gap, which proves to me that the door never made any contact because you've got a bit of plastic there. I said, it hit the plastic, didn't hit the door. And then he looked and saw that that's what had happened. And he went, well, why are you parking so close to me? And then I started to lose my temper. I said, I'm so sorry. What is it that you would like me to do for you? Hmm? What is it that you would like me to do? You seem very upset. Okay. Is there something else that you need from me other than an apology? At this point, my brain goes, would you like me to, you know, rub your back while your wife gives you a hand job? Would you like me to give you my breast to suckle? Do I need to phone mummy to give you a little cuddle? What do you need? I thought, don't do that because you're a grown up. I said, I don't know what you need, mate, but I've apologised and that's as far as I'm going to go with this conversation. He said, well, I don't know why you parked so close to me. I said, I'll tell you why I parked so close to you because I've got a 75-year-old mother and she doesn't want to step out into, as you can see, a load of mud and a puddle. And I said, we're not that close to you. He said, well, you're close enough that you slammed your door. I said, listen, mate, I don't know what the fuck it is that you want. He goes, ah, 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 I see what you've done there. You swore. You swore at me. I didn't swear at you. I said, yes, mate, I did swear at you. I said, take that swear, take it, put it in your ears, take it home with you and let it rattle around in your head for the rest of the fucking day. And the thing that annoyed me is that I am unable 
to have an interaction with somebody in that situation and just take my foot off the gas and go, look, you've obviously, <laughs> something else has upset you. This isn't about me. I have to get into a phone row. But the only thing I was like, I was like, pat yourself on the back, Jane, that you didn't tell him, that you didn't do the rub his back with a hand job because your children are there. So part of me is like, well done, Bristol, for that. But it just reminded me of that cue thing, right? I was like, I am annoyed with him because I don't know what that guy wanted from me. And what more can you do than apologise? But also, there's a little bit of me, well, when am I going to just be a grown-up? And I've realised, never. What I want to know, though, Jen, if you can just decipher for me, what got your goat? This guy? Or is it that you are frustrated with yourself that you cannot... Oh, no. I mean, it's the guy. I I, I, I tell you what I get annoyed about is with men. Men want something... They're like, she apologised, but that's not enough. I want to make her squirm. And I'm like, you're not going to make me squirm, you prick. Why don't you take your tiny little penis and your overinflated ego and your sense of entitlement with your stupid four-wheel drive and shove it up your big, fat ass? I couldn't say that. I tell you, all right, the thing that really got my goat is that my kids were there and I couldn't tell the guy how I really felt. That's what got my goat. There. I've said it. That's it. There you go. We found it. There's the goat. Oh, God. We're going to have to beep some of that swearing out. Well, but I kind of like it. It shows the feistiness in which people will encounter if they ever cross you, Jen. Don't cross me. I have never crossed you, and I can't even imagine you reacting like that. You're such a calm, loving friend that, oh, God, I'm glad I'm on your good side. That's all I'm saying. Take that swear, put it in your ears, and let it rattle around in your brain all day is probably one of the best things I've ever heard anyone said in my entire life. Uh, did I, you just I, say that Jen was calm? When I'm with her, when she's... Right, end of the podcast now. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Women talking bollocks. If you enjoyed today's episode, then why not subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, like us, leave a wonderful message saying how much you enjoy our dulcet tones, particularly mine. And you can also follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. It's WTB underscore podcast. Leave a nice comment. If you didn't really enjoy the show, then don't leave a comment. Just tell somebody you don't like very much to listen to the next one. And then we all win. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.